All right, we are back. Sorry it took a couple minutes because I seriously gave it a lot of thought why we took the break. And I am starting to lean more towards your theory that it could be there if it happens. And here's why. Because here's something that dawned on me that I wasn't even thinking. Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn are going to have a match most likely. That's the rumor. The rumor is that they're going to fight. So you add that to the equation as well. So let's break this down. We have guaranteed we have AJ versus Nakamura. We have presumably Roman Reigns facing Brock. Number three, we're most likely going to, I mean, not most likely, but we're going to have a SmackDown Women's Championship match. The fourth match, you know, fourth match, and it, now they're not going to be in this order, obviously. The fourth match is going to be the Raw Women's Championship. So there's four matches right there. Number five, you're going to have a Cena match. I presume it's against The Undertaker. Unless that changes, that's what I'm going to stick with. So I predict Cena and Taker. That's five. The Usos will be on the main card. I predict they're defending the tag championships against the Bludgeon Brothers. That's six. Um, And then if Cena and Taker don't fight, and they they both have separate matches, that's an extra match right there. That's true, and I'm not going to add that in there just yet because I'm going to say the Sami Zayn-Kevin Owens fight will be that extra match and Cena and Taker will meet. Um, I think the bar somehow will defend the tag titles. Um, I, I, think, I think they'll be pre-show. That could be pre-show. Okay, that could be. Because they were, they were on the main card last year, so this year they'll be on the pre-show. Yeah, because you know what? I feel like the, that the tag team titles for Raw are not as – built up as they are on SmackDown. Like the Usos are the Usos when when they roll in the mania, they'll be probably rolling in on a four month streak. Or five months. Um four months. It was just, but even before that, when they were fighting the new day, they changed hands. The title changed hands once or twice. So I mean for the like, close to a good six, eight, nine months a year. Uh, well no, because the Usos were tag team champions last year when I left off the show and they were mad about it. Okay. So over a year, the tag team champions picture on SmackDown has basically been the Usos. That's right. And, I mean, listen, the New Day and the Usos have dominated the tag team scene. You could say the bar, but those titles have changed hands more, and I'm not really impressed with, you know, the build there. Um, so right there, so we're at seven. And then you have, um, you know, I'm going to throw Sammy and Kevin in there. I think that's going to happen. I, you know, what about the Hardys? That's an interesting one because it's Jeff Hardy that we're all waiting on. If Jeff Hardy is cleared by Fastlane, well, let's see. Jeff Hardy would have to be cleared no later than two weeks before, or a week before Fastlane, I would think, because then that leaves you what? Three weeks, four weeks to, man, you know, to Mania? You need- See, this is what I was saying a few episodes ago. This is one of the hardest years to predict WrestleMania. I don't think it's hard to predict necessarily. We know what a lot of the matches most likely are going to be. We know we know it's going to be, I believe, Charlotte versus Asuka. We know that it's going to be Alexa versus Nia most likely. We know AJ Nakamura. It's not as – as far as the TV goes – it's not necessarily as black and white. There's still so many variables, like with the IC that's title, right. that's right. Rousey, that's right. The Rock, 
what's Braun Strowman's role? What's the Hardy's role? You know, what, what's all this? You know, this is it's really tricky. It, I will agree with that. Okay, yeah. Since you're wording it that way, I'll agree with you. Now going back to Sasha and Bailey. Damn it. Um, how do you do that? If you're going to turn Bailey heel, you're going to make it a big deal. You don't put her on the pre-show. If you're turning her heel to put her up against the boss, and it's going to be a big deal. Or shoot, we're not even we're not even thinking it could be Sasha turning heel. Sasha hasn't been a heel since she's come up to the main roster. Sasha could turn heel as well, and it could. Set- That's true, but I feel like WWE, it's already been done, and I feel like WWE is trying to shake it up a little bit. Yes, they can shake it up with Bailey. That's why that was always my prediction that that's what they would do. They would go against the grain and they would turn Bailey. I do have a prediction for tomorrow night, and it's a prediction that will change the course of WrestleMania. John Cena's turning heel. I, I honestly was going to bring that up, especially the way that they've done him fighting Finn Balor and the way that they had him fight. I can't remember who it was the week or two before, but I, I'm going to listen to what you got to say, but I'm in agreement with you on this one. John Cena has been – now listen, there has been times where he's you started to see kinks in the armor. You've started to see him look at the crowd a little bit more like you're still booing me. After everything I've done, the time to turn him heel is right now. It's what we've been saying with Roman Reigns. If you don't turn him or John Cena heel, you're going to miss out on your opportunity. I'm not saying Cena's got to stay heel long term because we all know after WrestleMania, Cena's leaving again, most likely. So you can turn him heel. I mean, look what they did with Michaels when Michaels fought Hogan. They turned Michaels heel for the duration of that program. And then the next month after, you know, he lost to Hogan and he fought Chris Masters, he was back to being a babyface. You know, he was back to be, you know, he was transitioning back into a babyface. You can do that with Cena. You could turn him heel for the duration of this program. And, you know, listen, either he doesn't turn tomorrow night, but he turns during the program leading up to Mania, or you turn him tomorrow night. I think if you're going to get the best elevation for this match, you have to turn him tomorrow. You have to. So let me ask you this real quick. Assuming that Ronda Rousey does not do the tag team match. Who does she fight? Well, not only who does she fight. Stephanie McMahon. Okay, but then what does that leave for Triple H? Kurt Angle. Well, that, I mean, I was also thinking Braun Strowman. You could do Braun. What you have for Braun? Well, Braun can fight the IFC champion. You can have Kurt fight Triple H. But, I mean... Braun goes in and wins the Andre the Giant Memorial Battle Royal. Yeah. But you have you to... Could, you have I to, thought they brought up too much for him to put him on the pre-show in, 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 the, in the Battle Royal. They've built him up way too much. That's my point. You don't put that match on the pre-show. I think it's utterly disrespectful to the legacy of Andre the Giant that you put that match on when there is a crowd filling in. That match should be... Let me- that match should be focused right there with everybody there. Let me rephrase again. I feel like they've built Braun Strowman up too much to put him in that battle royal at all. Because when Cesaro won, and I mean, yes, Big Show won, but I mean, at that point in his career, you know, and Cesaro didn't have a pay per view match with Brock Lesnar four or five months before. Brock, uh, you know, Cesaro wasn't 
in the programs like Braun's been in. So I feel like they almost can't put him in the Battle Royal because, one, everyone's going to know he's going to win because they don't built him up. But, two, I feel like that even though he's only been around a short time, they've built him up so much, especially with him being in the, in the pay-per-view match at the Rumble. He was, you know, uh, for the title against Brock and Canyon. He was in, you know, the, the, the five-way match or four-way match to determine the number one contender. And he's been all these main events to run the world title. You can't put him in the Battle Royal. You can put him in the Battle Royal under one condition. You you make that Andre the Giant Memorial Battle Royal win mean something. You let it mean something, which means he moves on next month and he fights for the, you know, he goes to SmackDown, presumably, and he fights for either the WWE title or Universal Championship, and you put the freaking belt on him. If you can do that, then not, then people may, you can start to say, huh, you know what? Andre the Giant Memorial Battle Royal should be something that, you know, whoever wins should, you know, propel them. And I think, and I see your point because you have pretty much turned him in from, you know, a guy that was a Wyatt to this, you know, showcase of, and I'm sorry to steal this line, but he's a showcase of the immortals. The guy is so big and he has done so many things. You can kill, you can kill two birds with one stone and you can elevate DeAndre the giant of, you know, Memorial Battle Royal also, and let it mean something. That's the thing. They don't, this is the one thing I'm very disappointed in. They don't make it mean anything. If you have Brock, if you have Brock win and then you push him or whatever, I see what you're saying. However, for the night of WrestleMania itself, not looking at the future, but for the night of WrestleMania itself, if you were to put Braun in that match and have him win, I feel like it'll be a huge letdown for the crowd, for Braun to have a, a true WrestleMania moment. You know, instead of sharing it with one other guy, he's sharing it with the rest of the locker room. I Yeah, I get what you're saying. If you have him win, then you have him move up. You can say, oh, well, you know, this this winner of the, the Battle Royal became a world champion. Unless, unless the night of Mania, you say the winner of this match will fight the world champion. That's it. Thank you. This, I was just thinking that. If you actually announce it before the match, yep. and you announce that they have a world title shot at a specific date, then I can see, okay, yeah. But if you just have Braun go in there, win, and then down the line, they push him more and actually give him a world title, for that night of WrestleMania itself, they're, they're fighting for a trophy. Braun's not going to be interested in winning a battle royal for a trophy. He wants gold. So, one, it's not, it's not going to fit his character. Yep. Two, it's going to be a letdown for the crowd. You know, three, it's a big money-wasted opportunity for Braun to have a prominent match at Mania on the car. So you would have to almost say, okay, hey, the winner of this match gets a future title shot at the next pay-per-view. I will, for- will one-up you better. I will one-up you better. The stipulation for Braun Strowman. To put him in the main event match, you do exactly what you did with Daniel Bryan. But this time? You have he has to win the battle royal. He has to win the Andre the the Andre the Giant Memorial. Now listen, it may be a letdown in a sense, but you put him in there with that stipulation. He moves on, wins the championship. He gets his moment. Now that would be a great op- idea, especially if Brock doesn't resign and they don't want to put the title on Roman anymore. That you could say, okay, at the start at the start of the kickoff show. You can say, okay, well, you know, Daniel Bryan and Kurt Angle and Stephanie and Shane got together, and we're going to make it interesting. For another first time in WWE, the winner of the Andre the Giant Memorial Battle Royal will be added whichever title match they want. Okay? Yep. Whichever title match they want. Yep. Braun wins. 
Then they play. They, they don't. They don't even mention it no more throughout the whole show. They don't mention it. And my what I would like to see is you know AJ Nakamura main event, but I don't see that happening. I see it being the universal title. But you don't mention it no more. Bronze won, and you don't play it up. And then when the main event comes and, and Roman's in the ring and Brock's in the ring, next thing you know, the match is about to start, and then Braun comes down, almost like Seth Rollins, except for you know Braun's coming, but if you know you don't talk about it, and it's the biggest surprise they can give you without it being a total surprise. Then Braun comes in, and he can beat Brock if Brock's leaving. The Roman can say, "Well, you didn't beat me. I want my shot." Or whatever you want to do after Mania, it doesn't matter. But that way, Brock can come in, have his moment. Roman doesn't have to have the title if they're still sketchy with him. Brock can go back to UFC or whatever. That would be awesome if they did that for, for Braun. Or if they say, Braun, this is what I see, actually. They say that the winner of this gets a future opportunity. Okay, They don't say win. They just say the winner of the Andre the Giant Memorial Battle Royal gives a future opportunity at the world title for whatever brand they want. Exactly. Then right, right, before, right before the match starts, Braun comes out, or Kurt Angle comes out, and says Braun won a future opportunity. And technically, it's the future, so now we're going to add him, because that would be even a bigger surprise. Yep. And with it, instead of coming out and saying, well, the winner will get it tonight. So that would be really cool. Almost like It's almost like a money in the bank exactly. type thing. Yep. You can use it whatever you want. And then he uses it that night. Listen, if you're going to do that, then the universal title will be the title he goes for. Because, listen, the rumors are the universal title is going to SmackDown and the WWE Championship is going over to Raw. You can move Strowman over to SmackDown with that championship and then you would get fresh feuds. AJ and Nakamura will main event. And this is why I think so. You have the cloud of you know suspicion around Roman. I think if you're WWE, if you don't put the championship that you have called your centerpiece for 50 year, fifty plus years, you're going to tell me that a title you just created two years ago is now your new centerpiece? I don't care who's fighting for it. The WWE Championship is your staple, is, your, is, what, ha, is what you've rode on for, for all that time. So if you're not putting that in the final match of the show, in my opinion, you're disrespecting every single champion who has held that championship, who has main evented WrestleManias with that championship. And I feel like it would be an utter disaster if you don't put that championship on the line. Besides WrestleMania, okay, let me put it this way. Since WrestleMania 20, 28, maybe, or. Yeah, since WrestleMania 28, the WWE title has only been in the main event, I believe, three times. And that was Cena and Rock. Yep. That was um, well, oh, 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 uh, Brock and Roman when Seth cashed in. Correct. And then when Triple H and Roman fought here in Dallas. Because you've had Undertaker and Roman main event. Then you had Rock and Cena main event one year when he wasn't the champion, when that was Jericho and Punk. They're not even putting the, they're not even putting the title in the main event. Because of another title match, they're putting it because they have bigger stars in a bigger match. That leads me to believe that they really don't care, and that's why I believe the Universal title will main event. I don't think it should. I don't, I don't, especially with the Universal title main eventing last year, I think they should flip-flop and have the WWE title main event one. Better match. You'll have a better match. AJ two? Yeah. Two? Okay, you have the Universal title, you have the surprise or whatever, you have the two big guys fight, yeah, yeah, yeah. But that match is already main evented once. The crowd didn't, I mean, they were into it, it was the main event, whatever. 
but they're they're not going to want to see it again. Nope. They've already had their chance to main event. Yep. This is fresh for fresh for Nakamura, fresh for AJ, and it puts the WWE title back in the picture. But if they're going to have Nakamura win, like everyone's believing, you're going to want the last image of WrestleMania to be your new WWE champion. And I agree. I don't think Nakamura is winning this match because, and here's why. You haven't done a good job of building Nakamura up in anything. You let Nakamura lose to Jinder Mahal twice the same way. You know what I'm saying? Jinder Mahal's right. thing was, I'm going to use my boys. They're going to distract them. I'm going to hit, you know, the whatever the finisher was. The Colossus. And that's it. Nakamura got fooled twice with that. Now, granted, so did Randy. <laughs> Randy did too. Um, Styles... Styles deserves it. You have to listen. If you're going to attempt to make Nakamura be the man, then you have to, during this feud, he, someone's got to be a heel. And I'm thinking it's going to be Nakamura. Styles has to retain the championship because right now, when, if you take the title off of him, there's no guarantee he'll get it back anytime soon. Styles has said within the next two years, he wants to retire. So Styles needs to sustain have a sustainable run. Now, he won it when? October? Or November, or did he win it Survivor Series? When did he? No, no, no. He won it. He won, he won it for Survivor Series because it was supposed to be Mahal and Brock. That's right. Tuesday before, so, I believe, or two weeks before. All right, so November, December, January, February, March, April. So, 11 to 4, you know, from the 11th month to the 4th month, you, you're, ha- you're approaching, I mean, that's good. I mean, you're approaching five months, if not a little over. That's a good run. I'm, I'm not saying this because I'm a big fan of his. I am a big fan. I've seen AJ wrestle all over the world. If you really want to make a statement for these indie guys, you've already done that with you know with AJ. Let AJ carry it, like Punk did. I'm not saying go 434 days, but I would I wouldn't mind seeing AJ hold it seven, eight, nine months. If you really want to solidify AJ Styles as the guy as far as you know before he closes out his career he's going to be a hall of famer and you could say now that he his credentials just for how long he's been there makes him a hall of famer well, not only that but this is something i thought about too as we were talking if, if you want to go the route and keep aj as the champion uh, i think that they should actually if they let aj retain then I think that you don't get the title to Nakamura until SummerSlam, which is the second biggest show of the year. You could build yeah, exact. Oh, here we go. Here you go. You can build up. You can build up to SummerSlam. Even if AJ goes to Raw, you can always bring Shinsuke over to Raw also, and and then you can build it up to Nakamura AJ. Styles, like they did with you know uh, uh, Edge and Taker. They had a series of like three or four matches. But not month after month. You know, Edge would fight, and then he'd fight someone else, and then someone else, then take her again, and someone else, someone else, take her again. They had the 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 WrestleMania match. They had the match. You know, at SummerSlam, it was Edge and Batista, uh, Edge and Taker. Then they had the the, the TLC match. Taker retired. You could do that and have Styles versus Styles versus Nakamura too, almost like they did with Brock and Taker that year. Taker lost at Mania, and then you had them do the Hell in a Cell at SummerSlam. So you, or, or not SummerSlam at, at Hell in a Cell. Yeah. You can do it at SummerSlam and give Nakamura the win there at the second biggest show of the year, and you can have him carry it at Mania next year. Or, actually, I have one better. 
one better that no one's probably been thinking of. AJ Styles retains the WWE Championship, but he doesn't retain it the way we think he's going to retain the championship. At WrestleMania, we see the... And this would be good for Nakamura because what I'm going to hit on is a good way to build up Nakamura even more, even if he loses. AJ Styles reforms the club. Out Gallows, Anderson, Balor. They come out in the biggest swerve of the night and help AJ retain. Here's what you do. Here's what you do for Nakamura then. I like your point to build it up to SummerSlam. So what you do over the next four months is you put Nakamura, if you want to build him up, the stipulations are he has to get through each member. He gets through Gallows. He gets through Anderson. He goes one-on-one with Balor the month before the pay-per-view. And the stipulation is if Nakamura wins it, he gets the title shot against Styles at SummerSlam. So you put all these obstacles up in front of Nakamura. You make the club powerful. It holds him down, right? Like the authority held Daniel Bryan down. And the crowd gets behind Nakamura. They want to see him succeed. They want to see him finally get his moment. And then at SummerSlam, he takes out the club, defeats AJ Styles. You have a new champion at SummerSlam. Especially if you put Balor in the club and you have AJ and Balor. And then you've got almost like evolution in a way because you had Triple H and you had, you know, Ric Flair. And then you had the two new guys, yep. you know, like Orton and Batista. That would be the role of, of uh, Gallows and Anderson. And you can have, you know, AJ, you know, uh, and, and Balor as, as the two big mega stars. And there's four months between Manny and SummerSlam. So you can have, okay, he's got to fight Anderson. Then he beats Anderson. Then the next month he has to fight Gallo. Right. Then the next month he has to fight Finn. Then you can do it where he either has to fight Finn and AJ in a handicap match, or you can even do it where, where Finn, he beats everyone in the club. Then he has to go against AJ in a non-title match. And then if he beats AJ in a non-title match, then he can he can get his, his title opportunity. Because I don't see them necessarily doing pay-per-view one member of the club versus versus. Nakamura, so I see him doing a two-on-one handicap match, the club versus Nakamura, and Nakamura wins. You have him fight Balor, month two, he wins. You have him fight AJ, month three, in a non-title match, and he wins. Then he goes on and wins at SummerSlam. Yeah, either way, either way, whatever path you want to take that gets him the SummerSlam to get that title, you have to make, listen, I mean, listen, do I truly believe the club's reforming at Mania? No. But, no. But, I mean, listen, you had one of the great, listen, CM Punk, the, when Daniel Bryant had his moment, it's because Punk left. We know this. Punk was scheduled to become champion. So, so, so we hear, right? So that ended up being Daniel Bryant's moment. So the storyline was great. Daniel Bryant was being held down. He fought. Nakamura, you know, he seems like he's been screwed every way, you know, every way from Sunday since he's come to SmackDown. You could, you could play that. The only problem with Nakamura and that is that he doesn't talk very well. So you could put him with someone like Heyman, somebody. Um, I don't, I don't care how that happens, but it should happen because I think Nakamura, they're holding him back. They are holding him back. And I don't know why granted he won the Royal rumble. That's great, but they're holding him back. They're not building him up to be credible to me. AJ Styles, listen, head and shoulders has been built up way better than Nakamura has. And 
Styles must retain. Nakamura is not ready. So let's move. Let's move on just a little bit. Just correct me if I'm wrong, but is Daniel Bryan's contract expiring this year? Yep, it does. All right, cool. So I I think I figured out who his replacement will be because I believe he'll leave the company, and I figured I, I believe I figured out who his replacement will be, and I believe I figured out how that will all tie into WrestleMania. All right, I'm intrigued. What is it? Is it CM Punk? So, no. Okay. <laughs> so you've got you've got Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens for the just say they go one on one at Mania. Correct. Well. You can see the turn where it's almost looking like Sammy will wind up being the, the, the face in the program. So you could have you could you could almost have it where say Shane Shane is represented right. by either Kevin or Sammy and Daniel's represented by the other. Maybe not at Mania, but you have them fight at Mania and you keep the rivalry going. So then you've got it where they come down to a match, and I'm thinking SummerSlam, where if Kevin or Sammy, whoever's representing who. If Shane's guy wins, then Daniel Bryant is out as general manager. And if Daniel Bryant wins, then Shane's out as commissioner. I can see that. Shane, Shane's guy wins, and Daniel Bryant's gone. Daniel Bryant, he does what he wants to do. Then. I'm not 100% convinced Daniel's leaving, but I'll, I'll hit on that in a minute. Keep going. Just, just say Daniel leaves. Then you have, think back to 2001, Shane McMahon Bought out WCW out from Vince's nose. Okay. Remember that one famous line Vince McMahon said? You'll never see J double or J E double F Jeff Jarrett back in WWE again. Correct. Jeff Jarrett has made it clear that he is not gonna go forward with his GFW promotion and he's done running promotions because he's with his new home once again. Which is he didn't come out and say but WWE, which leads me to believe that he is going to stay with the company in some capacity. So then you have Daniel Bryan go out. Oh, real quick. They want him to, they, they want him to sign with NXT. Triple H, they believe the reason that, you know, Triple H ultimately bought him in and brought him in was because they struck a deal that he would work with NXT talent. And, and, and that could still happen. But you have Daniel Bryan leave. Yep. And you bring Jared, another Hall of Famer back. So now you've got a Hall of Famer general manager with Kurt Angle on Raw. And... You've got a Hall of Famer general manager on SmackDown with Jeff Jarrett. I dig that. The audience knows who he is, especially with nowadays with the independent scene and, and stuff as it is. So now you've got two Hall of Famers as general manager. Daniel Bryan's out. You've got Jeff Jarrett in. I see. That's that's what I have thought about heavily, and that's what I would see. Because I started thinking about everyone that you need to replace Daniel Bryan. And everyone, the only person I'd rather see – over Jeff Jarrett is is Edge, but he's doing his acting thing. He's got his own TV show. He's on now. Well, not his, his own, but he's a actual main cast member in a show called Vikings. Right. He's doing that, and that way Jeff Jarrett, you know, because from what I've from what I've read, from what I've seen, WWE wants him to be really involved with the company. Well, Daniel Bryan's leaving. Who else do you have better? And especially with Jeff Jarrett coming back after so long, almost like with Kurt Angle, you ain't seen him in forever on WWE TV, so you put him on TV every week, and it's something fresh. It's something new, because it ain't like he was a talent, and then now he's a general manager You know, over the course of a few months or something. It's years and years. So that way, Daniel Bryan's gone. You have a replacement. Someone that the crowd will probably be behind, 
someone that's got a big enough name. And that, that, that's just kind of where I see where the feud's going after Mania with, with, with Kevin and, and Sammy. And even if it's not necessarily Kevin and Sammy, I, I could see it something down the line where, you know, Shane and, and, ben, or Shane and Daniel are still arguing. And they finally have a match. You pick your guy, I pick my guy. But they don't announce it. You can already end the same Zane Kevin Owens feud. You can end that feud. But then when, when SummerSlam comes, you don't know who either, who either guy is going to pick until the show actually starts and their entrance music hits. So yep. you've got a SummerSlam match. Shane's jobs on the line and Daniel's jobs on the line. Two, you have no clue who they're going to pick. Three, you hear Kevin Owens and he's representing Shane or, or, or Daniel. And then you have Owen, uh, Owens come out and you have Shane and Owens. So that's going to be a, re, re, uh, a feud that's revisited. Crowd will obviously get into it. Then you've got the jobs on the line. I mean, it, it, and then you would take one of them, and whoever is representing Shane will obviously be Hill after that moving forward, which leads me to believe probably Kevin Owens. But still, uh, that's just something that I've thought about. That's a great thought. I'm not 100% convinced Daniel's leaving. I just have this weird feeling still that just will not go away. And it's the best-kept secret, I feel like. Daniel is not leaving the company. And Daniel will fight again. I, 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 I still feel that. He has said that unless he's clear to wrestle, and not just one match, but unless he's fully clear to wrestle by WrestleMania, he's publicly stated he, I mean, it could be a word, don't get me wrong, but he's publicly stated he will not resign with the company. He's already said that there's a bunch of guys that he wants to wrestle, and 99% of the guys he's mentioned by name, which is very few, the ones he has mentioned by name are not. Are, are, are they're mostly New Japan guys, with the exception of one or two maybe being from Ring of Honor, but with the deal that Ring of Honor and New Japan has, it's all possible. I agree. Right. Listen, WrestleMania is good. I mean, this is probably going to be one of the funnest builds in a long time. And I'm excited to be on this ride, man, because it's going to be epic. We're going to see a lot of great things. There's no question about it. All right, guys, we're going to wrap this up. Man, Wayne, we pulled off another hour. For like two minutes, five an hour. Yeah. That's awesome. I love that. I love this that. is so good. All right, guys. We're going to cut it off here. I hope you guys enjoyed everything. Um, what we're going to do at the very end here is we want to know from you guys what match you think will close out WrestleMania. Do you think it's going to be AJ Styles versus Nakamura if AJ's still champion? Do you think it's going to be Brock Lesnar versus, you know, the winner of the Men's Elimination Chamber? Or is it going to be The Undertaker versus who he fights? Listen, we, we're still hearing that The Undertaker is going to be his last WrestleMania vote. You know what? We've been hearing that for years now. If this is his last Mania, I will go out. I will go on the record and say he needs to main event it over the boat, over boat championships because The Undertaker himself has earned that honor. He did it with Roman last year. The crowd hated it, right? Anybody but you, Roman. I think if it was anybody else, a bigger name, I think it would have been okay. But I think WWE needs to know one way or the other if this is The Undertaker's last WrestleMania. Undertaker even said in the 24 show on the WWE Network that he thought when he left that ring that that was it. If The Undertaker's retiring after WrestleMania, this is the year. He, he, he deserves to go out. But you need a commitment. And you can't sure as hell let him leave his stuff in the ring like last year. And unless, again, unless this is all one big work, 
if he's retiring, he deserves to go out on his own terms, and I think he should main event. Agreed. I mean, as much as I want AJ to, this is why I think WWE should consider this a triple main event. Like back in the days of the WWF, like at pay-per-views, like the double main event, you know, and you would have, you know, whoever, whoever the four guys that were in the two main event matches. You could do it here because you would have three matches that on any other given WrestleMania could close the show. So you could technically say triple main event, AJ versus Knock, Nakamura, Reigns versus, you know, Braun or whoever, or I'm sorry, Brock, and Undertaker versus Cena. I mean, if that's what happens. Triple main event, and then all three would still be technically considered main event, but The Undertaker should close the show. I think that's fair, especially for what he's done for the business and what he's done for the for the company more specifically. Uh, he's earned it. He didn't, I mean, he, 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 didn't he, he didn't leave. When everybody else was jumping ship, going to WCW, taking the guaranteed money, he trusted in Vince McMahon. He trusted in Vince McMahon. And, uh, that is currently signed to WWE. He's the longest signed talent. Agreed. Yeah, it, it, he is, and he deserves it. I mean, nothing else. I, I mean, for nothing else, he for not when the business was bad, he could have easily jumped ship and he would have been underutilized in WCW. He probably wouldn't have been the Undertaker in WCW. Probably would have been just Mark. But the Undertaker stayed. Sting stayed in his company. And I wish those two would have fought. But for what the Undertaker has done, it's hard to put in the words because, you know, we were just fans watching it. He deserves to close the show. And I hope that he does. If he doesn't, then I would go with Styles and Nakamura. But I, I feel like The Undertaker needs to close the show out. I think he's earned it. Like I said, he uh, has done everything. Let him go out on his own terms. Let John Cena put him over. Let The Undertaker have the final win of his career at Mania. The loss wouldn't hurt Cena. That's how I feel about it. Not at this point in his career. Cena's has done it all. Uh, it, it's like when Rock and Austin fought, you know, and even neither one of them, the loss, the loss wouldn't have hurt either one of them. Exactly. All right, guys, we're going to cut it off right here. So, again, please call us. Let us know what who you think should main event. Should WWE make this a triple main event? Who should main event the show? Reigns and Lesnar, Cena and – I'm sorry, Cena and Taker, or AJ and Nakamura? Because, again – you have those, you know, six men there who are very capable of closing out the show. And, you know, I, I feel like that you should go with The Undertaker because if you don't, then I feel like it's a disrespect to The Undertaker's legacy. And as a person, because he easily could have turned his back on the company. Listen, I think even as a WWE champion, he didn't get his due. As a, cha- as a WWE champion, I, I think that, you know, I always looked at that and thought, you know what, Vince, that was a stupid move. You know, you didn't, you know, let him have a nice long title reign, but this would be a, the perfect way to go out. That's just how I feel about that. All right, guys, you made it to the end. Thanks for hanging out with me. Be sure to hit the clapping button so that I know which segments that you like the best. Also, be sure to hit the star button, favorite the station, and share it with your friends. And please call in and let us know who you think should main event mania. And you can find this podcast on Google Play, um, iTunes, and Pocket Casts. And also, I, I want to say this, my fiance Emily Leonard, has also been picked up.
by pocket casts um, and another one called stitches and she's she's been added to you know so she's had her podcast you know be picked up by a couple things so congratulations to her don't forget the new blood wrestling facebook group right, new blood wrestling facebook group yes guys I, I have a bumper on that that i'm going to add in as soon as i uh, publish this episode but i have an idea you have the app right I have the what app? You have this app, right? You have the Anchor app? Yes, I do. All right, here, I have an idea. Why don't you, uh, I'm going to call you after, you know, after I publish this and then we're going to talk about it because I have a couple ideas that I want to try to, since Anchor has updated everything, I want to kind of, you know, freshen up this podcast a little bit by doing a couple things to make it better. So I'll call you when, when I'm finished here. And again, guys, thank you so much for being a part of this episode. We will talk to you guys on Tuesday. Thanks again, man. All right, bye.